The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> OffTheRecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. And I'm Brian. We are without art, but we will carry on. This is a Sunday edition. Um, let's get right into it. How are you guys doing? I was gonna, I was gonna cut you off and say, "How are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, how's Wham uh, doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We got a, we got a cat. Oh, I saw really? that. Why would you do is that? Is this a good decision? Is this a good decision, Lane? Are you Why happy about this? We, we got a cat because our guinea pigs were killed a couple of weeks ago. I talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, it's hashtag um, uh, RIP uh, peanut butter or whatever their name was. Shelly Belly and something else. <laughs> they were both killed. Uh, maybe, um, did I, did I we miss We only had them for a couple of years. I don't remember. Yeah, I think you weren't on the podcast, maybe. Because uh, I definitely talked about it. Yeah, they were murdered by a raccoon. It's really sad. The only thing that was left in the cage was some hair, and uh, yeah, don't um, don't sad, they live inside? Times. They were in a cage outside during the summer, um, like, and we have like a stand up, like a nice, yeah, yeah. We have a nice big cage, like stand up on stilts, and it, the top goes up, and raccoons have thumbs and stuff. And I guess they were. Uh, I'm surprised yeah. that raccoons eat like live rodents. Dude, they don't give a shit, dude. I know, but that's a... They're savages, they're dude. Savages. Those things are always at my trash cans. Like, I'll hear them, and I, like, knock over a trash can. I run out there. They don't even fucking move when oh, I go I out there. Like, dude, they're, they're like, so they're gnarly. They're looking at me like, what? Yeah. Fuck with me. Like, dude. and they're huge, dude. They are like... They're like a gang. They're three to four times the size of a big, full-size cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the size and the aggressive nature and the claws and the smarts, yeah. like... Dude, they're gnarly. I yeah, I, I had one. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I installed a cat door, aka uh, raccoon door, um, and we had like all this problem. <laughs> so now I I block it. I I literally I just have to put stuff in front of it so the raccoons don't come in. And I had a a, a time where they Whoa, were. Don't you... No, it doesn't have that thing, dude. Don't cat doors usually have a thing? That you yeah, I, I broke yeah. it. Mine, though, mine right? a lock. I broke it. Yeah. I broke oh, the lock. Okay. okay. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> You're like, why do I need a lock? This is stupid. No, I'm not dude, gonna it's put it on. More complicated than that. <laughs> I, I wanted to do a good install, so I use the spray insulating foam as I was installing <laughs> it to like fill the gaps, and that oh. foam gets all up in the lock mechanism, so it froze up the lock, yes, yeah. and there was nothing I could do to free it. It just, uh, it, it's a cheesy used, little lock. Should have used cock after the fact, right? Yes, Dude, absolutely. Like, because not drum. to mention, it ruined a pair of jeans because I kneeled in it. I kneeled in the overspray. Yeah, that stuff old. That stuff ruins. Yeah, I've used it before. And it's one of those things not where it's good. like, oh, I'm just gonna like do this little thing, 
you know, I'll just install this cat door. I'm so I don't, I'm not changing into wearing my work clothes or anything. Uh, and of so course, it's like yeah. jeans that I, I only have a few that I like and it's one of those and it's like, God, and yeah. not to mention the fact that it's you a, still wear them though, Brian, you still wear them. It doesn't matter. I do, except I shrunk them kind of. So it See? he made them out of <laughs> cutoffs. I, <laughs> yeah. that's the idea. Uh, also it's a steel door. So I literally have to pull out the angle grinder and like, I'm like oh my spraying God. sparks everywhere to install this thing. And the stupid foam, which of course, like I know this, uh, you know, it's very hard to judge the amount of expansion. It's impossible. You could put a so drip and it just, it's, yeah, it, so it, it spits out everywhere and makes a total mess and you can't clean that stuff up. It's like, no, I don't know if dude. I've ever seen the proper application for that stuff. I think it's you could, just, you're a only, gimmick. Suppo- you're only supposed to, uh, use it, I think, in places where you can't see it, right? Like it's not, right. There, you, you're not going to get it exposed anywhere, which uh, there are places Inside like a wall where it doesn't matter. So I've yeah. used, uh, so the places I've used it is like framing out a door. You'll use it next to where you frame out the door and, and you'll spray you it around there and then rock. you cut it with a, well, yeah. you cut it with a saw after it expands and then, and then you, you cover, cover sheetrock, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but if you're using it and you're trying to be like perfect, you, there's no yeah. such it thing, looks right? so it's, shitty. Yeah. Yeah. So well, now I use now it to I've fill a thing. rat hole in our kitchen. Oh, rat hole, nice. Yeah, yeah, that worked. Hopefully, you got a rat, a rat stuck in, in the it kitchen. On the other Tell side. me what you gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyways, long story short, I got ra- we had raccoons hanging out. They were like, they knew the garage. There was food in here. You know, the the dog and cat food was in here. So that's where this whole thing started. Uh, and so I get in this like confrontation. They're in a, my backyard, and it's like. Dude, I ha- I actually had this yeah. audio thing where you turn it on raccoon mode and it spits out audio that they don't like, right? This like is gangster like a rap, hum- humane way to do it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But, they're hard to reason with. Like, dude, they didn't. It didn't bother them at all. Like they <laughs> they were standing up and they would like I I swear they were like puffing their chests out at me, like saying like get out of here with that stuff, that terrible music. Dude, Tom would trap them in big like raccoon traps i guess and then he would pelt them with paintballs so he would know which ones he's trapped before and they would come right back they would come back after that experience like fucking masochists i know they're like oh we just got imprisoned and abused and let's go back there they probably brought more more kibble yeah my wife has a friend who's always being terrorized by raccoons, and there was one time where um, they heard everywhere she, everywhere she goes, there's a raccoon. There's always a raccoon story, and now it, now it's like a prophecy where I've sent her pictures of roadkill raccoons, you know, and it's like she doesn't even want it, but it's just now it's part of her. But there was a time where in her backyard she heard a noise. She flicked flipped on the light on her deck, and she saw like the back of a raccoon. And the raccoon was in mid uh, coitus with another raccoon, <laughs> raccoon style. <laughs> and uh, she kind of saw the back of one. The raccoons backed into the light, continued and looked at her during <laughs> the act. So <laughs> stuck oh with her. It was like, oh hey, there's a light. Let's let's back it up and then there's uh, like a raccoon. A show. There's like a raccoon cameraman over in the bushes. It's like you know, there's a boom mic, a boom mic for some reason. <laughs> yeah. and it's made out of like old beef jerky wrappers and yeah. So raccoons are they're gnarly. 
They are gnarly. Um, I don't know where we were, where we started. How we well, got to that. Well, the gerbils. Well, we with and the then, fact that I got a cat. Yeah, cat. Oh yeah, you got a cat. So we, you know, so anyways, after that, my daughter has been wanting a cat. We have a cat that visits our house every day and Phoebe is, um, taking a liking to it. She like basically carries it around and it loves us and it comes to our house every morning and meows and stuff. So they did this whole thing. Like maybe we can just adopt this cat. Like it doesn't seem to have a home. It's always at our house. Then we looked it up. They brought it down to the SPCA. They had the chip read because it didn't have a collar. And it ends up, it belongs to a person the street over from us, <laughs> Heidi. And you have to like call them. So Heidi called them or like send them a text or something like that. And then the lady's like, Oh yeah. Like it used to hang out at the people that had two girls like right beyond the fence, like our neighbors, which was like across the street and two houses down. Then they're on the other street and they just moved out. So it basically found Phoebe. <laughs> Um, no anomaly. So it hangs out here all the time. Huh. So basically they were all sad then cause they, they were like, Oh, it's, we can't, it's not, we can't get this cat. And then they were super sad when the raccoon, when the guinea pigs died, like there was all three of them were crying in the bedroom and I'm like, what's going on? You know? Um, so yeah. So anyways, we got, we went and adopted a cat at, you know, pet smart. Nice. What's his name or her name? His name's. His name is Ghost, uh-huh. and that's the name they had given him, and uh, the girls don't want to change him. Is that anything Ghost, to do with, right? So he has a likeness to Patrick Swayze? That's a good yeah, question. Yeah, he, he likes pottery a lot. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So Ghost. Ghost is yeah. in the mix. Is uh, this a little Ghost kitten or what? A kitten. He weighs like two and a half pounds or something. Aww, two pounds. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, he's cute. I saw a picture of Phoebe holding him. Yeah, terrorized cat. Right? <laughs> that was the first like day. Just, its life is flashing before its eyes. Oh my Every god, Jesus! She holds it everywhere <laughs> she goes, dude. I'm like, let him go. Just let him do his thing. Like, dude, Andrew likes to uh, take our cats and like hug the cat and then like, bury his face in their face. And I'm like, oh. one of these days you're gonna get bitten in the eyeball or something just instantly. He's like, no, the, he likes it. I'm like, no, not happening. Yeah, yeah, not happening. Um, uh, all right, well, congr- congratulations on Ghost. I'm glad to hear yeah. that. It's nice. Um, project car updates. Oh, uh, well, what do you I got? Had something. What um, do you got? Uh, oh, I I don't have that much. I um, I just checked my fluids for a drive tomorrow, and everything's good. Um, I did polish the headlights. My wife buys Lexus a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I mentioned that. That's a, like one of the most rewarding things you can do for a modern car. Did it work? You know? uh, oh my god, it look, they look brand new. Oh, so that's nice. awesome. Do you think it's going to be uh, long yeah, lasting? Oh uh, yeah, I don't see why not. Um, it's always a I UV pol- layer. Yeah, I polished them with like um, uh, what is it? Fit, like thousand grid or fifteen hundred followed by twenty five hundred uh grit paper sanded them and then and then polished them and then I sealed them uh what do you seal them with so yeah with a like a ceramic kind of like a ceramic do you kind of like wax you just rub in kind of like a wax or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly hmm. um yeah it worked really nice I mean they look brand new which is cool it, like adds a lot to the 
the front of the car for sure. It makes yeah. it look like, you know, it just adds life to it, right? It's like, dude, I'm ta- my our Lexus. I repla- had to replace one of the headlights, and then the other yeah. one is old. <laughs> so, oh yeah, it so looks so it's such a bummer. And I'm too cheap to replace the other one just for uh, appearance. So yeah, that's the way. We're- well, and I tried to polish it, Lane. I had a little kit, oh, really? you know, one of the like. Yeah, and it has sandpaper in it and all that, and I did the instructions, and it's worked on some headlights, but this didn't do shite. Huh? Huh? I didn't feel like anything. Maybe you could, huh? I didn't have a kit or anything. I just know how to color sand. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just have the stuff. Like you know, I use the normal car polishes to polish it, and a, and right. a, a DA. Um, so yeah, it worked really nice, but that's super satisfying job, and also makes it where your lights actually work better. So that's a a nice yeah, upgrade. Sure. And then um my uh I'm trying to think. Oh, I got a um it's not for my car but for the racing sim life. Mm. I got a oh, 914C. I saw that back see. there. Oh, I see yeah. that. Um it doesn't have a bottom cushion, so I got some memory foam, going to cut Uh-oh. a cushion out. Huh. Make it. Um nice. but I have to find a way to mount it too, so I don't know. I was thinking about I might just get some like two by fours and build a box and then mount it to a box. Yeah. Um. Then I could fit my I could make it the right perfect height and I you know would be the most solid way to do it. And then you can and attach that because it's wood construction. You attach that to some ta- your table or whatever maybe so everything's. Yeah, yeah, for connected. sure. I mean, I yeah, I don't even know if I need to really attach it. I think I could just put it there. And Are you on carpet? Fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's grippy enough, especially with the weight yeah. of everything, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have a pro. I haven't had a problem with a seat so far. Like I've been sitting in a chair, but it's yeah. definitely everything else is like. I even have this little janky rig set up, and the thing moves so much, dude. When you're when you're getting after it, dude. Especially those force feedback wheels, like they yeah. take it. There's a lot of resistance, so you actually have to like. I have to clamp that thing down so tight and I feel like it still wiggles around and yeah. moves out of place and stuff. So, yeah. um, and, and then my, um, another project update is not mine, but my brother's 83 GTI blazes GTI that he bought a few months ago. It finally got out of my yard. Um, and he had it towed to David at D and K. Toad. I thought Warren's that was a driver. It, it was kind of a driver, a but idle, it had issue. it had like an idle issue and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those. How do you know you're a car guy? I would I would definitely drive it, just feathering the throttle the whole time. Uh, but yeah, so he brought it to David at D and K, who Warren's familiar with, oh, yeah. and uh, I, used to, I used to bring my nine fourteen there. Back I used in the to day. bring my my uh, golf there too. Oh yeah, my GTI. That's right. Um, so David is like the you know he's this little gnome and he lives in the, he has this shop. <laughs> he's a golf whisperer. He has like parts from like 40 years ago so he basically is like oh yeah i can't wait to mess with it i can mess with it uh, mark one forever so blaze brought us guy there he had um front like a, a mark ii brake assembly put on like brake pedal huh. and like all really? the all the pedals put on he mark had II. a mark ii um i think it was a mark ii uh brake booster maybe like a master cylinder i did not know that he was had a new thing. front and rear brakes put on he had a rear strut brace put on that david had just lying around the shop 
he had some fuel injection stuff to like get it so it idles and stuff that David had just lying around the shop again. He had a new expansion tank put in, which David had just lying around the shop. Um, like an NOS, you know, brand new, like all this new stuff. Uh, and I'm trying to think what else. I know he had some other stuff done. Oh, and then he bought, he put new, um, Falcon, Azentis, uh, Azenus R, what are they called, dude? Like, I don't know. They're the brand new type. Whatever. Yeah. They're the brand new one that just came out. Yeah. Yeah. So he put those on. Um, so yeah, he's getting that thing all dialed, which is pretty cool. Getting it dialed to keep it, which is cool to hear. I, I thought oh, it was yeah. going to be a flipper. I thought I, yeah, that was, like fully, right? It was a flip yeah, in the but, beginning. But now he's, I think he's realized that you can keep it and enjoy it. I think he wants to make it into his like rally car. Dude, it's a great, it's I so mean, cool. it's like, it's a super hard thing to argue with for keeping it. I mean, it's like, it's a super useful car. Like you can use it daily. It's sporty yeah. and it's value, you know, it's going up in value and it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there there are not super... all not all cars fit that mold. Like a, a Mark yeah. One GTI is a little bit unique in that way. Like it doesn't take up much space. It's super fun to drive, and it's mm-hmm. well built. It's easy to work on and cheap to work on. I mean, rel- and you rare know, gets for, a lot for of, an old one. Yeah, a lot of smiles per mile. You know. Yeah. Let's not forget. Yeah, well, that's exciting because I, I still haven't really seen it. I think I peeked at it in your side yard one day, but I haven't like got to actually check it out yet. So yeah, I'm glad it's not going to disappear. He also got all, um, all like new old stock fabric, which is like impossible to find. And he's having the, like the pro the issues, like the seats redone. Um, yeah, dude, it's pretty, he's spent, he's spending bank, but, it's it's definitely worth it for the price that he paid and uh what those cars are worth these days and just like it's a really cool car anyways you know and it's a yeah. ni- it's in really nice shape yeah, yeah. and i think right. lane and i were talking about it uh, the the modifications you know the the mark ii pedals and the brake boosters and all this stuff and you think about it and everyone talks about keeping it stock keeping it stock but if you're really going to drive that car and just for safety and actual performance, those are good upgrades. So yeah, and they're not aesthetic either, right? right. It's not like putting something like he's keeping stock wheels and stuff. It's gonna look like very yeah stock. It's just fix. It's just making those things better that were kind of like it's kind of like all the stuff that you would have wanted back in period because the Mark II yeah. was so much better. But you like that shape and size and mm-hmm. and weight exactly and configuration, but. You're kind of checking all the boxes that I'm sure the Volkswagen engineers at the time wish they had access to, you know. For sure. So it's yeah. cool. And it's going to be it, easier it to find easier to find spare parts, right? Because it's jumping into a newer generation, uh, and yeah. uh, you're staying with VW factory. Yeah, that's rad. I yeah. didn't know it was interchangeable. I mean, it makes sense. It's like not that not going to be that different. Yeah. And then he's going to do disc brakes in the rear. He just hasn't done it. Nice. Yet. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and I think that's a good one as well, yeah. obviously. You know, drums suck to deal with, and they're inadequate. So Yeah. 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 So that's cool. Um, I'm stoked. Um, is he going on the drive tomorrow? He is not. I think Travis is, though, in the 914. Okay. Yeah, so we're well, – by the time this comes out, it'll be ancient history. But uh, Lane and I are going on a Dawn Patrol run with uh, Croc GT4. So our buddy yeah. Phil, we're finally able to live the dream. Just one day of his life. So 
Dude, we'll uh, see how that goes. I just saw a post from him, and he had uh, bald tires. Corded tires. I know he sent that to me this morning, but he was able to find the replacements. It's for the front. I feel like he just got, oh, he must have just got rears. He just got rears. So are his, like, those things look, those weren't even close to the wear bars on the outside. No. Just, like, they looked brand new. Like, he has too much camber, dude, for yeah. what he's driving. Or toe. Is that a shark setup? Or toe out. Or toe out or something. Yeah, yeah but, I guess so, yeah. But, I mean, he also drives the fucking shite out of that thing. And, uh, I'm I know, sure. I'm just saying the inconsistency from the the inside to the yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm sure like a problem. Compromise. It's a Brian compromise, right? Yeah. Like, you're choosing sure. performance over longevity, and that's the, you got to pay to play, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's big Which, sure life. So, yeah, we're we're going down there tomorrow, early. Yeah, and speaking early, of, early. I, I'd love to be joining you guys but uh i'm i'm running into that same thing basically i like i i still need to get the wheel spacers finished they're almost done and then get the get my new wheels on but then i don't want to put any serious miles on it until i get it realigned and i don't i don't have an appointment to do that and just didn't yeah. work out time wise you. but <laughs> like I, I yeah I, so i still need to do that update i need to get it get that sorted and i i, I don't know the settings yet but hopefully i'll be able to Hopefully I won't be compromising as much, you know. Right. I'd like to get right. good wear. Can, can you yeah, do yeah. I don't know how this works, but can you do uh I'm jumping into specifics here, but um can I go less aggressive with the alignment but then more aggressive with like the sway bars or something and get a similar effect? Ooh, that's a good question. So. I mean it's turn in versus and and cornering, uh, you know, I don't know. There's a lot involved. So does camber increase? I think like, it's toe. Make your turn in better. I think it's toe that's really killing me, actually. Toe does toe make your turn in better or yeah, quicker turn. I don't know much. Less stability for with toe. Yeah, toe out. Yeah, toe okay. out is. I mean, basically, uh, yeah, you, you're. It's quicker to jump less, over. To turn. Less. Str- Less straight line stability, but Correct. more, more, yeah, but better and less, corners. Less high speed sweeper stability too. Oh, okay. Uh, depending on how extreme huh. you go, right? Um, Interesting. But then, yeah, like how it mixes with camber, I don't know, but I'm, but uh, I think that my extra tire wear on the inside is due to toe, even though I'm at zero in the front. I think I I think that there's like I, because. My the current thinking is that because I went to the ZHP lower control arms, the geometry is a little bit different, and it needs to be addressed oh. differently. Uh, Wait, but you're still a zero. I know. Yeah, uh, I'm, for I'm still zero. Yeah. yeah, but you, I mean zero zero, right? I That's mean, what you said not... last time, which I think is a true statement. Zero does equal zero. But I don't. I, I heard from another in another instance where it was the same scenario. And ZHP lower control arms, and it's like, oh no, you got to do this if you're doing that. And um, I don't. All I know, all I know is, so then there's other data, like a, a guy showing me the tire wear, and he had been running uh, three degrees negative camber, and it was like not as bad as mine. And I'm running two and a half degrees negative camber. And it's worse. And so, like, which in major inside wear is it toe or is it camber? You know, you're gonna need to take it to like really a sure. real deal alignment place, like that guy in Scotts Valley with the Elisas or something. Yeah, just 
drop it yeah. off and pay 300 bucks and just or like btm right did they do that yeah or? btm uh did mine and they should you know have all the experience i mean they race these yeah. Specky 46s but you know maybe yeah. uh, and then they work on streetcars all day too uh but yeah i don't know yeah yeah i think it just comes down to uh yeah someone who has a lot of experience with that exact chassis and what you're doing I know. I wish I could find a guy. I, w- I want to find a guy too. I want, oh, we used I to want have like, a guy. I, I want that like I. I want that perfect alignment. I feel like I'm like leaving something on the table. You know. Yeah, yeah. I might have a guy, but I don't know. It's like I don't know. It's a very gray. There's a lot of gray area with alignment. It's what do you yeah. what do you want out of it? And they have like their you own almost have to see a sh- you almost have to see a shrink for they have to be your shrink. Like you walk in. You sit down on the couch and two hours later, they've like kind of sussed out exactly what you need. What, you know, you're saying yeah. one thing, but you really mean something else. And, you know, maybe it's even like I a know. few months you get to know the guy and then he'll be able to give you the right, the right alignment. Right. Right. Yeah. I feel like a really good alignment shop in Santa Cruz would do okay. You know, just, just standard. I don't yeah. know. There is a couple of Straightforward but... was kind of the place back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. Straightforward. And, uh, no longer. Mm-hmm. Dude, anyway, I would, so drive yeah. tomorrow. Uh, drive tomorrow with a small crew. Uh, all Phil's uh, recommendations and stuff. So we're kind of just along for the ride. This is not a DWA event or anything. So if you feel left out, please don't, because we'll do something soon. But um, this is our attempt at salvaging something for Monterey Car Week, because that's what's supposed to be going on right this second. We would have had our uh, pre-reunion racing camping last weekend we would have been doing jet center parties and who knows what would have been coming our way um but instead we are on a zoom call talking about uh, how it's not happening but we'll be down in big sur uh driving glorious cars on a freshly paved highway one i hope um you think they're done with good friends According to Phil, they are done except for doing some guardrail work and stuff like that. But the pavement is complete. Oh, that's cool, dude. Just fucking who cares about guardrails? I man? mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> that's details. Decoration. That's just for decoration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's exciting because I don't know what it's going to look like. And then um, it's so funny. Phil, of course, is driving today, tomorrow, and Thursday. <laughs> it's like every day the same 100-mile uh adventure yeah so he's he knows every little inch of the road and i'm excited for it except for the fact that we have to leave our house at six in the morning uh five. Oh, sorry five <laughs> in the morning <laughs> 5 a.m that's yeah, pretty early that's, yeah. the, that's definitely early hey they don't call dawn patrol for nothing right no <laughs> so, so yeah we'll see i think we'll get some good photos out of it and then uh we'll have a socially distanced breakfast and a uh similar lunch which is always Kind of a treat these days. We're not able to do this stuff very often, so it feels like yeah. a, a bit of an adventure, which is sad but true. And, uh, yeah, Baja Cantina, for those who know, in the valley, Carmel, Carmel Valley. And then, I don't know, We're I'm also kind of hopeful that there'll be some locals out with their cars. I mean, this is a, a tradition that's been going on right. for 50 years. So yeah. mm-hmm. you got to imagine that some people have collections and cool cars appear just naturally. And they're thinking the same thing we are. It's like, yeah, get out and drive mate. You know? Yeah. I know the only thing I know that is coming to like, 
that's happening in Monterey at all is that Fuel Run Rally is going to Monterey. And that's What's Saturday, that? so okay. it's one of those Gold Rush kind of deals. Yeah, it's, came, like, it's a spinoff of the Gold Rush Rally. It's like um, yeah. they came through. It's Amy all like Shackelford and Lamborghinis and R8s and Skylines and stuff, and they came through Carmel last year and made a really bad impression. It made the papers and, uh, you know, doing like, uh, oh, they were the ones doing donuts and don't don't think so. Uh, allegedly, I, mean, I don't know it was exactly it was, them, but uh, yeah, we allegedly, don't know, I, don't, but I can't corroborate. It was those that. kind of cars. It was people that were going to. So they have that event, the exotics on Canary Row, which is now supercars exotic. Or, it what is it called? It's in San City, right? Yeah, yeah, supercar or seaside Sunday or something. Or something. I don't know. No, it's a supercar Sunday. I don't know what they call it. I don't know. Anyways, but it moved because it got kicked out of Can- uh, oh. Cannery Row. And, uh, and Lane because there was attending those as from yeah. MA Carbon, but it's basically like rev-offs, you know. Yeah. A lot of rev-offs. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like 8,000 RPM in your mercy and just like pegging it there and pa 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 Yeah. You know, kind of. All the stuff, stuff we so, don't stand so for. So heaven. Pretty, it's heaven, Pretty basically. cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're supposed to be coming up. I still don't know how that's going to pan out and what they're really going to even do. Well, I mean, what, yeah, that's just like that's people just driving through. I mean, that, that that's not an event. I know. Well, they're driving yeah. up Highway 1, too, and uh, on a mm. Saturday. I was like, in August. It's like, yeah, not luck, quite the, the drive. You, yeah. Yeah, that's why we're doing it's, it at 6 a.m. on a Wednesday because <laughs> it's. Yeah, because after that, it's fucked. Heavily trafficked area. A lot of. Yeah, a lot of people driving super slow with their iPads out the window, taking yeah. pictures. Oh, um, man. Pulling halfway off the highway, but not really. So bad. The corner of the Dude, is still in the slow lane. No Dude, blinkers. you're so... That is Highway 1. Like, in a nut... It's the, like, pulling halfway off or just, like, deciding to slow down to zero and yeah. and use your i your iPad to take a picture. iPad with the big cover oblivious. folded. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is a highway. It literally, in the in the name is highway. Dude, wow. I had I had my I was saying that to myself or to my chil- actually to my children the other day, um, and they're like, "What are you talking about, Dad?" Like, what, you know, we drove up to uh, Swanberry Farm just to grab some strawberries, and uh, dude, people are just like, they they act like it's just like they're just backing out into the highway like slowly yeah, they're they're like stopping to pull over till they're going to a dead stop to turn left i'm like dude what the f- this is a highway is, you know i was just yelling like this is a highway this is not like normal street like i mean it's pretty gnarly like how people are like behaving out there really and and because like the lockdown i think more people are traveling by car these days and just kind of local local-ish right like within that like 100 mile range of their home kind of thing so more people than ever are in that in that area davenport and and all that and big sur. already had yeah. crowding, sur. crowding problems exactly and now they're like starting fires and stuff and ambushing whole, people whole yeah thing so, so we'll, we'll see how it goes i'm i'm confident that leaving super early in midweek is the way to do it and uh Hopefully we'll have a good good turnout and stuff. So uh, you'll see it on our Instagrams. Well, you probably already will have if you're if you're following us. So definitely, that's what's happening tomorrow. Um, and then uh, 
I had a little adventure in my my Mercedes wagon. I did a little. Camping oh yeah, that's awesome. right, dude. So oh, yeah, so, first yeah, off, so, did you was, make the right choice? Yeah, totally, hundred percent. When did you right know? Choice. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a little story, which might you might say, ah, oh, you didn't make the right choice, but um, so the choice was Vanagon E30 or 2004 E Class wagon, Mercedes Benz, and uh. I had to take a little bit more stuff than I thought. I had like a full size bag of charcoal, a folding table, one of the rolling kinds. Full size bag of charcoal is very small, dude. That fits in any car. I haven't stopped saying what I'm bringing. Okay, that's just what you started with. So I thought, I don't know. The table, you should have started with table, dude. The big folding table. That's serious. That's not fitting in the E30 very easily. Yeah, eh, I'm. I'm just waiting for the thing that wouldn't fit in my 944. <laughs> my grizzly cooler. My grizzly cooler. I don't think would. Passenger seat. Eh. No, definitely. Yeah, not. it's definitely, big. dude. It's big, dude. You could what? Just, what? How many liters is that thing? How many? Seventy-five. Liters, I think. Oh, oh that is big, dude. Well, yeah, maybe you got to remove it. You're a big grizzly, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a bear. Get out. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, a lot of stuff. And what's nice is. Rather than have a car that's packed to the brim and shit everywhere and heavy, you have a car that feels about 75% full and comfortable. It's not like you're having a packed E30 and the driving experience diminishes. I don't know why you're getting so defensive, Warren. (laughs) Because you're you're just just telling a story here. (laughs) What wouldn't fit in your E30? Come on. Um. So the, the drive is three, three and a half hours of nothing boring highway roads. And then a 45 minutes to about an hour of the best roads. Ooh. Like better than like, I don't, I don't want to say it. I'm not going to say what it's better than, but epic highway, highway and nobody up there. But I get up about halfway through and I'm loving it. And the, the wagon's doing the best it can. Road construction. They're patching the road and it's three different sections of uh, a guy with a stop sign and waiting and going around slowly cones, a tar asphalt truck, you know, like sections of construction. So you get going and then next thing you see is a detour ahead or, a, yeah. you know, workers ahead and you're like, ah, so I would have done all that. Driving through the gravel and stuff too, right? It's kicking out. Right. It, exactly, yeah. So I would have done all that and then basically had like little sections of this fantastic road that I was expecting to have just open. And uh, so got to the campsite, um, set up the the uh, E-Class wagon with my bed in the back. I'm like barely short enough to fit. So if I was <laughs> like an extra inch, like Lane probably wouldn't quite fit. Yeah. You'd be diagonal. But uh, went with two Thermarest air mattresses side by side. And then a three-inch memory foam mattress from the Vanagon over that. Oh wow! Plus, plus the full bedding, so it's like comforter, wow. sheets, pillows, pillowcases, like pretty legit setup. Um, so you went to bed at like slept- five thirty p.m. just to snuggle for a little bit. <laughs> I was. I'm just gonna rest my eyes for a minute, and then next thing <laughs> you know, it's seven in the morning. Um, the first night I was on the wrong angle, and I the second night I fixed it, and it was great. So. Uh-huh. Uh, two out of three nights was, was excellent, but man, Sierra's, Sierra's in August, it was 85 degrees every day. 
The campsite was unbelievable with the most amazing creek uh, rope swing, uh, fucking water holes, swimming holes, fishing. It was just like magical, magical. Board shorts until 9 p.m. every day. Um, just perfect. So awesome. That's all I can say about that. Now, at the end of the trip, my plan was to go up and over this mountain pass and end up on a road I've never been before. But in order to do that, you drive an extra 20 miles to the end of the pavement, and then it's a seven or eight mile section of dirt. I looked at it on Google Earth, and I'd done like a little section of it 10 years ago, just um, with Dustin once in my E30. And um, I turned around because it was kind of rough. But so that's all I knew. And I knew it was seven or eight miles. So I packed my car in the morning. I'm going to do that and then head home. And I get going and it's not a fun gravel road. It's old asphalt that's broken away and have left potholes and sections where people have gone like over stuff. And then it'll go to gravel with washboard. And then it goes to like sharp rocks and and chunks of asphalt and then back to back to old, old asphalt and then back to dirt. And so the whole time you're like, can't really get into a groove, you know, and I'm constantly looking for the sharp rocks. Yeah, exactly. And I have old Michelins on the car. Uh, There's a little bit of tread left, but I mean, they're old, like dry and I'm going to replace them as soon as possible. But, um, that's what I'm rolling with. And obviously my car is not, it's not all wheel drive and it's not high off the ground. So I do that takes takes a while to get through all that but it's it's super beautiful um and the only other people i'm seeing are like you know lifted toyota full-size dodge diesel truck you know four-wheel drive this all-wheel drive that um i think the only thing that was like similar to my car was a there was a subaru like a cross track where i'm like oh i'm still like well, they that's must, all-wheel drive i know they must see me race, they must dude. see me and they're just like what is this guy doing like mercedes yeah. wagon <laughs> solo. Couple, couple minivans in there probably i'm sure no minivans, no, but there was like, you know, an old couple in a Ford Escape. So I was like, oh, you know, whatever, even though that's lifted and stuff. But uh, I get to the end of the the pave or the, the gravel and I hit the pavement and it is a brand new black top, perfect grading, brand new yellow center line. It's like the ideal Sierra road, brand new. And I'm the only one on it. I'm like, holy shit. And I posted a little video on my Instagram of the road because it was so, so like, wait, pristine. How long of bad to get to the good? Yeah. Eight, like eight miles, eight miles, eight okay. miles. I thought you said the road, whole like, thing was seven. Oh, okay. So you said so miles, I, yeah. I drove, drove to the end of the pavement and then I had yeah. eight miles of dirt and then it connected back to a new road of, of fresh pavement, which I didn't know oh. was going to be fresh. Right. I'm just, just thinking of the, the, uh, pre-run of the, uh, Coastal Range Rally yeah. North. Yeah. And at one point we were like, all right, if it's good right now, it's going to be worth it. And then it got worse. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, it's good. And then we like hit a pothole or something, you know, it was like, but you know, there's that, like that threshold of like how much bad to like totally to make was, it worth it. And I'm obviously driving this road and everything thinking about the rally where I'm like, maybe this would work for a dirt section. You go up and yeah. And there's dirt and, uh, it's fine. And there was, it was just not a fun dirt road. It was like a challenging kind of a little nerve wracking the whole time because you're seeing these rocks and drop offs and having to like, Oh crap, like slam on the brakes because the hole is bigger than it looks. And it's that scene. And so you can only justify it if it's great after. Yeah, exactly. And the pavement is so good where I'm like, that was a hundred percent worth it. You know, all, everything's been forgotten because now I'm just like, in paradise and the thing is so smooth and it's brand new 
And we're at like 7,000 feet. So I'm thinking, why is this even brand new? What they must have just paved it recently after a million years of it being terrible. And I get about two miles down the road and there's no warning. Just like turn around a corner, road closed, huge barriers, done. That's it. No. Oh, that the, was that. I saw you posted that. I'm that in the middle photo. of the woods by myself, road closed. And my only option is to either go down one of these forest roads, which I have a map and I'm looking at and I'm thinking like, God, if they're anything like the road I just did eight miles of and they're much, they're longer. I I'm getting myself into real trouble here. Like, I don't know what I shouldn't be doing that. So I'm like, fuck, I have to backtrack a good, like, I mean, not only just the, the pavement, the dirt, and then back on the pavement, like we're talking 50 miles of backtracking and eight of it is like a five, 10 mile an hour dirt expedition. So I start, I turn around and I start going and there's a guy coming towards me in a, in a big Dodge truck and he's going towards the road closure. And so I stop and I put my hand out and he stops and I back up and I say, Hey, the road's closed. And the guy is like classic, like 70 year old rancher, you know, Wrangler shirt tucked into Wrangler jeans, probably old guy with like a hat off crooked. And I said, is there any way around? He said, well, yeah. We go around on this dirt road, but he looked at my car for like a minute. He's like, you're too low, man. Too low. We go through the crick and you got to oh. be a little higher. Yeah. When you go through cricks, you got to be high. You up. can't just go with your Mercedes wagon. No, you gotta gear, gear, get gear. through the crick. Dude, so I wish I could have seen this interaction. And so I said, oh man, I, I said, why is the road out? He goes, they're replacing the bridge ahead. It's like, oh my God. So there is a dirt road that goes down across the creek and then back up and connects to the road again. But I just didn't have it in me to with my tires and the fact that he looked at the car twice and said, you just you're just not you can't do it. You Dude, do he's probably. Yeah. And he's probably right. You know, I, I think. But then you, part of me was like, what part of me was like, maybe it's one of those river crossings that we do like in Coastal Range Rally. And he's just thinking like ah, this city folk and his little wagon. Right. He's going to he's get underestimating. Scared. You. Yeah. But I think it was literally like little rocks and boulders to get across a creek. And then I'm going to go down this dirt road and be like. Yeah, and he also knows the roads you already came up on. That's true. He knew that I got there. And you said they were already gnarly. So, And he said, he said, was there any detour signs? And I go, no, there's no detour signs. He's like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, you can't can't go down there. If you had a little more ground clearance, I think you could make it. It's like, oh, my. God. So, yeah, so you had to go back. This, this goes this goes back to the vehicle choice. If I had the van again, I would have probably tried it. I would have had the ground clearance. I would have had all-terrain tires. Yeah. And probably but given it a go. Would you have gone on that drive the other Yeah, would again? you? That's a good question. I think so. Why? Yeah, I think I would have. You, why just were for, you going? Uh, you just wanted to do it. You just wanted to check it out. I've always wanted to check it out. Yeah. And there's also an area up there at the very top of that there's a meadow where there's like these cabins and this little lake and it's, it's private, but sometimes they come up for rent or for sale. And I've always been curious about what it looks like. Mm-hmm. That was another thing, you know? So there, there was a, another dirt road that I could have taken back, but it was basically a longer dirt road. It would have cut off some of the uh, pavement driving, but a long, even longer dirt road. And I already knew what I had gotten into. I didn't want to go down some new thing, but this is how, this is how bad things happen. You, 
you're in this situation exactly. And then you take the dirt road. You're like, well, I'll just take this cutoff road. And next thing you know, you have a flat tire right. and no one comes by and yeah. you know, you'd be fine this time of year and stuff. But that's like, I mean, people get stuck and it's like trouble. Yeah. Um, so it made me want a, you know, four wheel drive truck, which it would have just been rad. It would have been like an awesome adventure and I would have had a great mm-hmm. time going across the creek with my new friend. Um, but instead I had to put my tail between my legs, backtrack all the way back and then down this road that I've driven many times. It was, it was nice, but there was also where some was, traffic. Where was your buddy in his Tacoma that was going to go? Well, he, he Oh, he, JT in his Tundra. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Wham, you said someone was taking a truck. Yeah. Wham's going yeah, solo JT, here. JT went with his Tundra and that's four wheel drive, but he was staying, he stayed an extra night. So oh, I was okay. solo going home. Gotcha. So after all that, I ended up back to where I started, like basically like an hour and a half later, two hours later. So that was it. But uh, smooth sailing after that. Um, And I got a couple good runs on the road down. But there was definitely the Sunday, August traffic of people with their pop-up trailers and, you know, fishing boats coming out of the mountains going real slow. And uh, that's just kind of how it goes. So, So, yeah. But... Mercedes camping was great, and I used my Vanagon uh, screens that go on our windows up front for mosquitoes. They fit perfectly on my back doors on the E-Class. Nice. So Ooh, nice. It, it flipped around, and it was, like, great. So I had the windows open. Right. Uh, just beautiful. Yeah, super so, nice. So, uh, and did you get <clears throat> did you get the satisfaction that we were talking about of using the Mercedes in that way? Like, you pull Definitely. up, and you, you're, Definitely. like fairly modern car comfy it's a mercedes it's fancy mercedes yet almost a more comfortable camping rig than maybe jt's tundra right oh totally i mean the way i had mine set up especially it was very comfortable and there was part of me it's kind of endearing to a car like that where you all of a sudden put more value in it and you're like this is kind of a rad car i mean it's (laughs) it's comfortable to get there it's quiet and smooth and then you have this full sleeping area and cargo space and i mean it was it was super cool i I hope to have more opportunities to use it like that. And in fact, one of the people that came on this trip, um, they rented a sportsmobile, which I didn't even know you could do, from like the North Bay, an older Econoline fucking jacked up with a pop top. And it was a, like really bare bones inside. Like they had spent money on suspension and stuff, but and the pop top, but the interior was like the old bench seat that folded down to a uh, bed. It wasn't like a nice one. Yeah. yeah. And it had a bed up top, but I mean, it wasn't like a really nice place to be. So yeah, I felt like I was kind of, uh, over indexing. Cause my, there's some of those scene. sportsmobile, like those rentals that they like really do the interiors really nice. This was the like, looked more like someone's project that they were renting almost mm. like Turo. You know what I mean? Hmm. I, uh, I had that. I pulled that move in the 944 once. Remember, I had so no rad. passenger seat. Dude, you put like a little <laughs> foam insert somehow yeah, that like yeah. matched it I had all. memory foam and everything, and it matched that's, the rear seat. I think that's that something was actually you pretty cozy. I know. <laughs> yeah, and it it's makes four you feel bolts to take the passenger seat out too. Right. I was like, yeah. I was like, I felt like I like won. You know, <laughs> and it makes you feel like you. Uh, I don't know, like you're really killing it. You're you're using yeah, the car. Yeah, I accomplished something. No, yeah. no tent to pack up at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Like nothing. It was just like, Secure, all right, I'm good, dude. Off the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get the, yeah, uh, nice. you, you have the giant sunroof too that you could pop open if you wanted uh-huh. to check out the stars. Yeah, yeah. 
Stargazing? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And yeah. then you and then Lane, yes. I think on that trip, we woke up early and I was in the M three and we bombed yeah. like I don't know, five AM Big Sur or something like that. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Oh, another another note here was um my friend's sister uh is not a big camper, but she's she likes going on this trip and stuff. So she found some service in the Central Valley that you can rent a trailer from them. Uh, little, you know, whatever. They have a bunch of different styles, but this was a little J-Co, you know, simple trailer. And they deliver it to the campsite. Oh, yeah. Set it up, get it level, get the generator outside, everything dialed. You show up, the, the trailer's there, and then they come and pick it up when you're done. Oh, that's and my style. it wasn't dude. a big fee. Huh. I was blown away by that. This guy. Because you guys were in the cuts he, too, right? We were in the cuts like a long way. And also where he had to park the trailer was gnarly. I mean, it was something we talked about for like 24 hours ahead of time. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, this is going to be interesting. And my friend's dad was like, oh, God, he was pacing about it, you know. And the guy came and he, he pulled up. It was just like a couple. It was like a dude and his wife who came up together. And he had a brand new GMC Sierra 4x4 and just whipped it in there. It took a little while. And then he got it all leveled huh. and done what are we talking about price wise i need to look it up because i don't want to i don't want to talk right, game it's, here without it's gonna be a grand it was, to speak it was way less than that it was shockingly shockingly less than that how many nights it was only there for two nights but okay i mean but less you than five hundred dollars for two nights i don't know i don't know okay. i'll have to check it out lanes in but they had a lanes in at five hundred they had a two-year-old with so them, in at 500? and it has air conditioning and everything. So I mean, you could bring it somewhere it. that's like hot yeah. and a pain in the ass to tow to, and the trailer's just there. Just here's here's your house Sounds for amazing. the week. I know, pretty rad. And you don't have to have a truck at all. Like imagine camping while awesome. You just call them up and you show up in your Lotus Seven. Oh god, so rad, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, my trailer's here, and then it, it disappears on its own. Oh god, dude, yeah, it's, it's like movie star thieves. stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, and the fact it's so far up there. I mean, just to tr- tow it up there would it? Yeah, takes hours and hours. So M- minus points Anyhow. for cheating, though. What? No. But what if you get to go dual sport? Now you have your trailer and you have your sports car, so you're like best yeah. of both worlds, right? You don't have to drive no. up the big boring truck. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think, I think that's. I don't think you get minus points for cheating if you do that. But if you're just, I don't think so either. It's almost like a brilliant if, cheat. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Know. That's pretty cool. Also, and there was a variety of trailers, so something and, and it's never winning to be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, sometimes <laughs> like, it is. Like sleeping Somet- in misery. No, yeah, no, that dude. builds character, Lane. Nah, dude. no. Hey, <laughs> I'll tell you. So from builds so, enough character, dude. One time, I I I rode down to Plaskett on my old BMW motorcycle. So oh, much. I found those pictures. Oh yeah, there's pictures. What do yeah, you mean you I have a it? picture of you riding that thing. I was there too. <laughs> from, Dude, I had a bag. Car. I had a baguette on the friggin' in the sat- homemade saddlebags. <laughs> Don't, uh, so that that Don't say that's baguette. Don't say baguette. Fucking name. I'll let you say baguette, but don't say baguette. <laughs> it sounds like a small bag. Is what you have. It was actually. Oh, <laughs> so a ton of value there in. You know, roughing it, it's terrible riding motorcycles. It's windy or you got that wind blowing your helmet around. Yeah, you could have met up with a a killer trailer. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, But it's character building and, you know, I get there and it's like, 
you know, I'm sleeping in the dirt basically. And I got a lot of value out of that. But that's Brian. This is him justifying that's Brian why it's good. I think Brian. I think I think you guys understand it, and I think other people do too. Like, no, there's something I think extra. I think you could have. Hey, Brian, imagine this: your trailer was already there and it had AC, <laughs> and you what? pull up in your motorcycle and do a no, little. Yeah, you pull up in your motorcycle with your baguette, and you're like, "Who wants a baguette and some salami?" Yeah, I, I did the any, same I thing set up without the trailer, dude. I and and I exactly. I, I can look down on the trailer. People be, I'm doing more with less. I I don't need all that fancy stuff. I'm fine. You're doing less with less, dude. Yeah, no, you're less right about that. I am doing less with less. Thank you for the correction. I think you're absolutely right. No, I'm doing the same. I'm still true. sleeping. I'm sleeping in the nighttime. I'm getting to. I'm uh, getting the morning just like you fools in your rented trailer. Which I support, by the way. I think, uh-huh. it's, I think it's a good. I think it's a good service. I I especially like. I do the, have a... This dude and his wife are just you know delivering trailers out in the middle of nowhere. I like odd jobs yeah. like that. That's kind of cool. I'm also looking at it when he's pulling it in, and I'm like, well, you're not going to get it level right there. I don't know what you're trying to do right Ooh. now. Uh, These guys, the, these are like AAA drivers, right? This Warren's is like, the expert. I'm the Warren's expert. The expert. I've never like, towed a trailer yeah, in my guys. life, like to a camping spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at where he's parking. I'm going, that's not going to work. And I, I'm like, I got to walk away from this situation because this is <laughs> this is terrible. And I come back, and the thing he had like the plastic plates to make it level below the scissor jacks. You know, yeah. so, I mean, he had the whole setup, of course, and it, it was like perfectly level, super dialed, all killer. Warren came out with a level. He's like checking <laughs> yeah, exactly. it out. <laughs> I'm getting down on one knee with like an eye open. Like, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like putting his arm, hands but out. But where's the baguette like, is my question. <laughs> yeah. Dude, getting a trailer, getting a trailer level. That's a thing. I, I, I pull the level out both ways and oh, I yeah. actually, I measure it actually at the stove where it really matters. It's like you're cooking stuff. You want everything working in the pan. Even I forgot the oh, level when I went camping, but luckily, uh, so I packed the, the whiskey bottle and I'm, I'm like, I never oh. drink. And it's like, Oh, you, that's you know, a good idea. you just get these feelings every once in a while. It's like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> you, you got to bring you the whiskey camping. Uh, I'm, I'm not yeah. really going to drink. I, literally didn't drink a sip but it came in handy because i used it to level the thing and it was like you know it, i love it, it i don't know it worked it was That's like brilliant. right at the woodford reserve line and so i could it, it was a perfect level <laughs> well my kids went uh camping at big basin last week with my wife nice um, well local steez no so i say my kids and my wife <laughs> you didn't, even uh, go. didn't go <laughs> This was actually this is actually a different trip. Like Lane was doing a faux Airbnb at his own house. He needed a vacation, so he needed the kids and everybody out. They had nowhere else to go, so they stayed at a campsite while Lane was luxuriously. (laughs) Yeah, I hung out there for a few hours, and it was super overcast there, and like kind of gnarly. Not gnarly, but it was just overcast, kind of gross. It was like sixty-four degrees. I'm like, yeah, it was was fairly warm. And then I went, I went home and slept at our house. but yeah, they were sleeping there. And at one point, like they were with their grandparents too. They, they were camping there uh, and they put a, like her grandpa, like set up a tent for him, for them. And I'm dude, where he set it up was so gnarly, dude. It was like the gnarliest <laughs> hill. Like I'm like that. So you're going to be so uncomfortable in the middle. Like it just looked awful, but I, I wasn't saying anything, you know, it's right. just like. Watching the, the watching like it all. The that is yeah. that's yeah, a real deal though. It all I mean, you know he's gonna end up crunched up on the edge of that tent, and it's like <laughs> yeah. so bad, dude. That gravity just like 
Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's that's no fun Sometimes at all. You, you don't do have great be as, options as though. Level as, yeah, some of these. I know, there no. was options here though. <laughs> there was there big sites too. <laughs> yeah, there was tons of options. <laughs> yeah, so, like, oh, man. it was just choosing the 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 bad spot basically. Was, um, uh, is it that time? Wait, yeah. I bought a motorcycle. I didn't talk about it before. Oh, Shit. anyways, you guys don't well, care about it's it. Getting a What'd, you late, buy? But... What'd you buy? What'd you buy? Uh, Sunday Motors 147. It's a flat track bike. There's no front brake. Okay. And what are you going to do flat with it? Track? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to ride it. <laughs> <laughs> I was part of this, like, early conversation yeah. with William Al yeah, on, he, a, on a text thread. And William's, and like, major. William Al's basically major talking guy. him into getting a 125 dirt bike. Yeah. And Brian's like, oh, yeah, you know, but, like, like. Anyway, I mean, so William knows. Uh, William's how, lived in the motorcycle world forever. He knows everybody. He's seen all of it, and he's like, "Yeah, where are you going to yeah. ride that thing?" And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> but and you still bought it? Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's yeah. I had these uh, XR one hundreds, which are fine, and I, you know, I I had them. We rode them around. It was like a, it's a cool bike. It's uh, you know, like the smallest model where you still get all the shifting and everything, and it was fun. But um, I I let them sit forever and and uh, what I really want is like a big tire uh, you know flat track looking thing and I start adding up all the costs like basically these bikes to get them back I needed to get new tires and uh, you know uh, uh, their carb rebuild kit and all, small stuff but if I wanted to make it flat track style I'd have to get new uh front four why do you want it flat track style because that's just what i want i've wanted it forever like back to my do you C- have a flat track? cb200 days it's a it's a visual thing like arts uh uh tape on the headlights no okay so here it's it's more complicated than that so here's the thing and i blame Wait, ali we, and peter have... b i mean no, what okay. what you're looking at the clock i th- I thought we had like another half hour i'm just making sure yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna use 28 minutes okay <laughs> No. Oh boy! Please don't. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll make it. <laughs> Please I'll don't. make it quick. You guys don't care about anything fun. Okay. I do oh, care, oh, but oh. it's also you're bringing it up at the last it's, second here. I'm about no, to it's not the last time right now. Dude. You need to be talking about your flat track bike you bought. Well, the I don't track? know. I got I got a, I got this issue with Warren. I, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to interview myself. Is this the same? To... So you bought a Sunday? Is Sunday? Is that the same Sunday like bicycle company that makes like? Um, no. BMX bikes and stuff, no. or is that a different company? Different. Oh. Um, it's, okay. it's YCF makes it, they make pit bikes. Mm, so anyways, okay. I mean, like anybody who lives and breathes, the coolest thing is getting sideways in the dirt, right? You do that in rally cars or you do it in flat track bikes or you do it in sprint cars at Watsonville Speedway, right? Um, I, that feeling, I, I've had tastes of it on the 100s on this slippery, uh, uh, dry lake bed, basically, when there was like a, a, you know, quarter inch of water on the whole thing. One of the most glorious things ever. Uh, and, you know, I just like dedicated machines like this sort of thing. Um, but anyways, I want to, I really want to try it. I, I think it's a very hard thing to do, sliding a bike around in the dirt. I think you need a special place to ride it. I don't, maybe a beach where you can ride on like Pismo at low tide would be good. I don't know. And that might be too, I don't know. Anyways, I was looking at the XR 100s as possibly being able to do this, but to make, to do it right where you like, you got to change the forks, you got to change, get different wheels, get different tires, 
different springs. You're still dealing with a 100cc motor. Anyways, you'd be like doing a full custom XR100. I, even if I could afford it, I don't have time for that. Um, and these Sunday Motors ones, right out of the box, it's got everything. Plus, it's a 150. Plus, it's brand new. This is like a 2020. Um, and it's for cheaper than, oh. like, pretty pretty well cheaper than I, I could have even just the parts of, like, changing they? my XRs. Twenty three. What do they run? Twenty three hundred bucks. Brand new, including shipping and stuff. Or how does that work out? I I I jumped because uh, I asked him if he had any used models available or floor models. He did. He had one left, the one forty seven. So he cut me a deal. Nineteen hundred shipped to my door um, from Florida. Hmm. Uh, that's, I think that it's taxing everything. That's like out, you know, out the door. Do you have to build it or does it come in a I crate think, or how I think it comes work? in a crate. We'll see. It's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, but I think it's created with probably the front wheel removed. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to put the front fork on. We'll see. Um, I, th- it's, it's a bike though. It's totally assembled. I, the motor's not out of it or anything. It's all together. Um, yeah, yeah. it was already a bike and he's just needs to pull it apart enough to put it in a crate. So anyways, some, I've talked myself into it that it's, uh, you know, I, I sell, I, I, you know, I get a deal cause it's a used model. I sell my old bikes, uh, and then, uh, you know, so I'm just kind of getting, it's a shortcut to this thing. I really want to figure out how to use it. I, I, I am skeptical of where I'm going to ride it, but at the same time, it's like, where was I going to ride the XR 100s either? Uh, I mean, I've, I've mobbed them around Hollister. You didn't, you didn't drive them, ride them at all. Like but like forest years, roads right? and stuff, you could take that on a cool adventure, right? Why can't like, I do it with this one did. too, right? I mean, the, rear it brakes begs, only. It begs the question. Ooh. No front brake on like downhills and stuff. I mean, I don't know how gnarly are you getting, anyways. It's got I mean, a th- like a, a, a what is it like a thousand pound rear spring. <laughs> Yeah, it's super harsh too. You don't want to ride it on like back roads and, uh, and stuff. It's, yeah, it's, they it's put made the for they put the track. pipes underneath yeah. too, rather than like on a dirt bike. They kind of pull them up high and They're out of the way. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a scrambler, them. right? Right. Like, yeah. So there's differences. Oh, like that. that's a that's a gnarly purchase. It's interesting so it's that you buy it's that. It's a one. It's a one. It's like a tool that's made like you said, a specific purpose, right? Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see people like it's not a do everything. I, I have the so. spot down in the desert where we did the Festiva race, and it's going to be awesome. I'm going to yeah. keep it down there and know exactly. But to buy it before you have that, it seems. Or if you made a track up at your property or something. Yeah, right. If you had like your own property or something, but right. I mean, it sounds rad. I I grew up like when I was really young. My grandpa was really into the flat track stuff, and oh yeah, there's like pictures of me sitting on the the champion bike, you know, and oh nice, it was really cool. And it but was big in this area, cool. like big in San Jose and everything. Like I've got my dad's buddies were I'm all sure. into it and everything. But now it's not really like it's Southern California and then, you know, all over Midwest and East Coast is pretty big, too. And in, in Europe, yeah. it's pretty big. But no, they the look Bay really area, cool. Really. But I think the hard part is I think the hard part is needing that yeah. place to do it. Right. It's like, well, so here's the thing. Um, but as so I'm coming from it as a, from a perspective of like basically I had. They're basically little pit bikes, uh, the XR100s. Um, and uh, so it's just kind of like a finely tuned pit bike, too. I mean, it's going to do this, for the most part, the same thing that those things did. It's just got also this other capability, right? But right. it doesn't have the ability to, like, 
go on a trail if you're camping or something like that because it is like it's I mean I don't know how how gnarly the trails are that you're doing when you're camping it's not well you don't have any suspension you don't have any suspension for one yeah Um, but I mean again my question is like how gnarly are the trails because I've I've done it we took the XRs we went down to Big Sur and it's like fire roads you don't you don't you don't need a lot of suspension for fire roads. I took the XR one hundreds on a Hollister and it's like they're kind of a weird zone where it's like, dude, they they don't have enough suspension either. So it, they're almost in the same boat. No, but I mean you like, could have bought a you could have bought a nice one twenty five or something. Right. Like a good you know, just a good all round dirt bike. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. And it's just in, my in interest. Right? This is like, what I'm... right. And I've I've done the I've done the other I've done the dirt bike stuff and I've done the desert stuff. Um and so yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So, I, and if it doesn't work out, new adventure. I'll have to. I'll have to get rid of it. But um, regardless, I'm I mean, it looks excited. it looks cool for sure. So yeah, I mean, aesthetics aren't your thing, but it does look cool. Uh, Warden, I saw an interesting bike at Wrigley the other day. It's a Janus. Have you heard of that? Oh, isn't that? Yeah, I have heard of that. It's super high end. So it, right? Yeah, I didn't. Well, I mean, it's not super high end, but they start at like six, seven grand. Oh, um, I was thinking. I had never like heard a of them. Fifty thousand dollar one. No, they're not super high. They're like um, it's like a cafe very, racer. They're vintage bikes, so they have three different styles. They have like a um, kind of a scrambler style, like almost like a military, like a fifties military bike. They have a the one we saw was a cafe racer, but it's like oh, a very cool. early, like it's a it's a two fifty. They're all two fifties. Um, this one's like an early cafe racer. So almost 250s. like a fifties, a fifties bike with a little coffin tank, like really skinny little tank. Um, and they're all two fifties, but, and for a two fifty, seven grand's a lot of money, yeah. right? Like, yeah. um, for a little two fifty, but I guess they're pretty high quality and they're shipped to your door. Um, it says no crates. They're shipped like fully ready to drive and everything. Interesting. Um, I'm looking at the website right but, now. Yeah, so it's like the little you, you can see the cafe one, yeah. um, and then they have like an old school looking, like almost like early kind of Harley right. looking one, like a twenties yeah. Harley looking one. Um, so we, I saw that bike. That bike was at Wrigley in the motorcycle parking. It's Pretty just kind of a, it was an interesting thing to see, and it's brand new, it's like brand new. Yeah, yeah. My ridden. first thought was that it's just some knockoff like a Chinese bike that's trying to look like an old, you know, yeah. an old cafe racer. Yeah. But it seems like a little, it's American made. And I um, wonder what it's powered by. I, I didn't, I didn't see what the engine is. Yeah. Um, I was trying to look I would at it. Guess I it's tell. still, I would guess it's still like a Chinese engine or something, but I don't know. Right. Yeah, dude. I think uh, like the, the, uh, small displacement bikes, it's like, dude, I'm all, I'm all for it. You know, my old, my 450 uh you know for riding around the desert i mean you need kind of need uh more displacement for deep sand but um for other stuff it's like dude people used to make do and have a ton of fun on motorcycles and they were small <laughs> and everywhere in the world rides small yeah, motorcycles yeah. and um, and mopeds are like the most fun you can have right. on two wheels yeah. dude like how much horsepower does your sunday have i don't know Oh, okay. But it's pretty, I guess it's so pretty this... good. I don't know. It's a one, it's a 150, but, uh, yeah. I think the 190 has like 23 horsepower and, and oh, that's wow. supposed to be like kind of a, kind of a quick bike. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. This Janus has 14 horsepower. 14? 
Yeah. Jesus. That was an interesting little bike. The thing is, you just need 14 horsepower for seven grand. Your buddies need to get it too. Yeah, that's bank, dude. I know. So, like Royal Enfields, that's that's, they've they've been they're cheap. They're cheap, and they had they're all like five hundreds or less, basically. I think. Um, They're rad though, and they're cheaper than this Janus thing. Yeah. And it's like way more bike, I would say. Like, and uh, and yeah, those I like the Royal Enfields a lot. Yeah, Um, I think they're still actually housed all the. Like made made in um, they India. They are Indian made. Yeah. They're made in India. Yeah. Uh, William, the old Wrigley build, building was housing all the press bikes for a little bit. Oh, which is kind of interesting. And I think yeah. they've I think they've increased the quality too. They feel like they're they're more they're you know kind of more in the scene. I, not that I know the scene at all, but didn't uh, did Brad take a real Enfield oh, on our rally? Yeah, was that, was that it? Enfield? Yeah, I think I believe I think it was. So. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, how did I so do, Warren? Did I use all up right. all the time, or is everybody late for dinner? No, you're good. I think it was 15 minutes. Uh, Brian, since you did use so much time, maybe you could do the song for us, huh? Oh, the song. It's like a penalty. That's what you're doing. The song is a penalty. That's the. Kinda. That's what you want to be using it for now. That you'd want me to I be mean, honored I to just be able to do. It's, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm not mad at you. So here's the song as proof. It's trivia time. It was very nice. Thank you for that. Um, Recently, uh, my 1995 Mitsubishi Mighty Max um, crossed over 127,000 miles. It's a big day for the old Mighty Max. Looks like it has a million miles. How dare you, Lane? 127,000? Verified. It's a Mitsubishi Class Ish certification, um, <laughs> and I uh, I did the timing belt when I first got the truck, so I have mileage of when I bought it in the engine bay. You know, the sticker says the mileage when the timing belt was done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. how many yeah. miles since 2014? 2014. So, all right, going on seven Dude, years. I'm going. I'm gonna say. 1,800 miles. 1,800 from Lane. And, Brian. by the way, half of that isn't you. Right. I think that's a pretty good guess. I'm going to say that's a long time, though. I, were you ever using it as a daily driver? Uh, no. Yes. Kind it's of, yeah. A mile you, commute had, to work. You've had yeah. the BMW the whole time that you've owned this. Yeah. yeah. He got this right before we started the podcast or right when or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say 2,500. Brian wins 3,374. That's a 3, lot more than, yeah, that's 374 miles in, uh, six and a half years. Does your insurance company you know like, this? You must pay pennies for insurance. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're also like, what's the thing worth? Nothing. $50, okay. Yeah. yeah. $50. Give us $5 a month <laughs> and we'll, we'll call it good. Um, yeah. 3374 is the right answer. So, uh, congratulations to the mighty max 127,000 miles. Another 3000 miles. We'll be here before you know it. <laughs> maybe, maybe on not. the, uh, the, uh, what? 1200, 1200th podcast. We'll, <laughs> we'll celebrate that. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. How long will it take me to to reach five thousand miles in the Mighty Max? It's just yeah. not possible. Yep. 
All right, that's your trivia. That's a podcast. And that's nice. all there is to it. All right. Bye. Peace. Okay. Yes. They're like, oh, we just got imprisoned and abused. And let, yeah, let's go back there. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast. And we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.